Welcome to the Help Me Follow Jesus podcast. This is Pastor Jim Butcher. Every episode provides a brief biblical answer to a specific spiritual growth question. Today's question is, what does the Bible say about finding yourself? It's almost a, a stereotype or a cliche of the person who is heading out into life deciding, oh, I have to go find myself. And by that, often they mean they're going to wander out and see the country or they're going to walk away from whatever it is they've been doing before. And the idea is that somehow if you go out and explore enough, you're going to find who you really are and discover your heart's heart. And then at that point, everything in your life is going to be terrific. And as we think about the idea of finding yourself, it's important to understand what the Bible has to say in terms of where we are able to grasp the direction that our life is supposed to go. Is it in finding yourself or is it in something else? Well, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. What we find there is that the path of life is not in quote-unquote finding yourself, but in denying yourself. We are called by Christ to deny ourselves, to take up our cross, and follow him. Now, what does that mean? Well, denying yourself means that we need to surrender our right to have things the way that we want it. We tend to, within our society, decide that, you know, I'm the ultimate consumer. I'm the one that's in charge of my life. And so I'm going to do what I want to do. And yet, if I'm a Christian, I come to realize that I don't have the right to have everything the way that I want it. Instead, I have surrendered that right to God and I've said, I'm going to be a follower of Christ. And along with that, Jesus says in that passage that we are to take up our cross and follow him. Taking up our cross means that we need to embrace the sacrifice that is involved in being a Christian. Being a Christian is not all about the benefits we receive, but it also involves making sacrifices as we follow Christ. And so the idea there of denying yourself and taking up your cross and following Christ means that we surrender our right to have things the way that we want it, and we embrace the fact that there may be some sacrifices involved as we walk forward. Now, you may say, ah, that doesn't sound particularly great. So let's talk for a second about why that's a wise choice. Well, one of the reasons is that your heart is faulty. We have this stereotype within our culture that, you know, if you just follow your, your heart, if you just believe in your heart, then everything is going to be great. And it's an idea that is pretty much the plot of most Disney movies as you watch them. And yet the reality is that biblically we believe that our heart is not uh, inerrant. We believe that our heart is faulty and will often give us bad directions and send us in a way that we shouldn't go. And so we come to realize that the teaching of Christ and following God sends us in a better direction than believing whatever our heart happens to tell us. Another reason is that when we follow a master teacher, it would make sense that we're going to have to do some things that are uncomfortable at first. If we're following Christ and we believe that he is Lord of our lives, we believe that he is the smartest person who's ever lived, if we're going to follow him, it, it would make sense that as we start to do that, some of the things he's going to ask us to do are not necessarily the things we would have wanted to do, and that as we pursue those, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Now, that doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that it's uncomfortable. It would be similar to, let's say, somebody likes baseball, and as they 
go to a new hitting instructor who is a far superior hitter than this person is. They begin to try to get them out of their bad habits and move them in a direction where they can be a better hitter. It's going to be uncomfortable at first, but that doesn't mean that the instruction they're being given isn't correct and that they shouldn't pursue that. So what would this look like in real life? Let me just give a couple of of examples. Let's say, for instance, that I'm not really that interested in reading my Bible. I I hear enough on Sundays when I go to church. I don't really want to sit down and, and read it every day. And yet I'm instructed by the scripture that I need to know more about the Bible. And so I put aside my desires. I don't follow my heart because my heart wants to sit down and watch YouTube instead. But rather, I open up my Bible and I start to read. I deny myself and pursue what God is asking me to do. Another example might be that I'm called to forgive somebody. There's a situation where forgiveness is required. And again, I don't want to do it. My heart says, no, I'm going to continue to hate on that person because of all that they did to me. And yet, biblically, I'm called to forgive that person. And so I need to pursue that. In situations where, for instance, we're choosing a career or something like that, as we pursue that, it may be a little bit more complicated because God may not just speak and say, okay, this is what I want you to do. But even in those situations, we need to seek God's will and realize that even there, we are to follow him and do what he wants us to do. And oftentimes what he desires for us to do is something that we have a burden for in our heart. And so we don't want to totally, in that situation, not pay any attention to the things that are in our minds and in our hearts there, because there may be something that God has put there. But we do need to be careful as we pursue that to make sure we're not pursuing anything that is in conflict with what God would have for our lives or will cause us to do things that are unethical or that would cause us to to bring shame on God or shame on Christ. I realize that denying yourself is a difficult uh, and challenging idea, and yet it's one that we are called by Christ to pursue. I can tell you this, because God is so smart and because Christ knows what he's talking about, if we put aside what we desire to do and instead believe him and trust in his direction, it's going to turn out better. But we have to have faith in him to start. I hope that's helpful to you. As always, my prayer for you is what Paul shared in Ephesians 3, 19, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God.